0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio. We are Full on into the holiday season here in the SMR nation and in the world Mm -hmm. where lights are up, fires are going Mm -hmm. in fireplaces if you live in the places that are cool. And so we've got one going.
0: Even in Texas, it's cold right now. Even in Texas,
1: it can be cold. Freeze warning. Freeze warning. It does happen.
0: I'll take it. That means I get a fire.
1: (laughs) That is the truth. And so that we hope that whatever's going on and wherever it is that you live in this world, wherever you call home, that uh, there's plenty of warmth going on in your household and mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. See what I did there?
0: Nice play. Yes. Nice play. Like
1: so the way we try to heat things up here at Sexy Marriage Radio is we go where you want to go. Uh, if you got a question or you got a thought or a topic you want us to cover, uh, please let us know. 214-702-9565 is the voicemail line. That gets you to the front of the line. If you've got a question that you're not sure where else to ask it, we'll answer it. And if you don't want to call in a voicemail, which we can't disguise your voice if you're concerned that someone else may recognize you, but you can send an email, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Yeah, another that's safe way. and harmless. Absolutely it is. And all of those answers, all of the emails that come in, we do try to answer either directly or as shows mm-hmm. and topics. Some of them get combined because if, if you've got a question, can I almost promise you other people do too? Oh, definitely. Because there's a lot of times, I just think of the different times where we've been at the getaway and we'd be talking about something and get on a thread and someone would ask a question and finally some, you'd hear other people when somebody finally asked the question, you'd hear three or four other people, oh, thank you. Yeah, I was wondering the same thing.
0: Uh Or at mom's groups or (laughs) wherever we go. Because
1: everybody's struggling uh, with marital topics and and conflict that comes up and issues Mm -hmm. surrounding sex and frequency and Mm -hmm. all that can come about. And so we want to try to be a resource that really does help you uh, help your marriage and Mm -hmm. make things even better. And if you like what we got going on here, we ask you to jump on iTunes, rate and review the show, leave a comment, spread the word this holiday season that Sexy Marriage Radio is where you can heat things up. So coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, we're going to try out a couple of different new things. Uh, we got a segment we're going to do where we're just going to start calling this, uh, occasionally we'll be doing this called Coffee Shop Conversations, where we will take a topic mm-hmm. or an email or both. And not only just answer it like we normally would, where we try to just go where the listeners want to go, but Mm we'll also talk about just our personal experience with it.
0: Right. It'll be fun to see the faces of the people around us in the coffee shop. Absolutely. And all the
1: equipment that we'll set up and maybe we'll get some people to come join us when when we're recording (laughs) those things. Plus, we've also got a couple other questions that we'll try to uh, fill in and answer that have been in the inbox for a little while. Okay. Okay. And then on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to continue the conversation uh, somewhat from last week's episode on loneliness, but really get more into this idea of what is our fear of being alone?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because there's been a thread the last several weeks, uh, one with last week's show with uh, Dr. J.W. Freiberg, Mm -hmm. and then uh, a couple of comments that have been made some weeks prior where one of them was, if you can't be alone, then you'll always be lonely. And that sparked some conversations in some of my mastermind groups. And so we're going to kind of pick that thread up and just look at this whole idea of the fear of being alone. All that's coming up on today's show. So as we venture in to a, a, a new segment and a new kind of style or format here at SMR, um, just a casual conversation between you and mm-hmm. I and would love to hear from the SMR nation. Join mm-hmm. in, pull, grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, sit in the booth next to us. Let us know what you think, two one four seven zero two nine five six five or feedback at sexymergeradio.com. But I came across this phrase or landed on this phrase that uh, was when I was working with one of the husbands uh, not too long ago. Where I've seen this play out in our marriage, uh, which is things why this rung so true, but it's the, the phrase is, how often is a complaint by your spouse heard as a request?
0: I, I would say on a regular basis. Yeah. Why else are they complaining unless they want something to be changed? And if you want something to be changed, isn't that a request? to do something.
1: Okay, but I think we what happens at least the way I see this thing unfold for us is there's so many steps missing then. <laughs> it's like I make a complaint about something, you hear that as a request, and all of a sudden you jump to it to try to solve something as if I made a request. But in that filling in some gaps and some holes that maybe we're, we're too quick to do. I'll do this with you too. Absolutely depends
0: if I know you're a passive aggressive person. Then why wait around? I know you're not going to shot the question. across the bow
1: because I am a passive aggressive person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so why well, sit here and try and pull it out of you and say, well, are you going to? Do you want something changed when I know you bringing it up means okay, you want the change?
1: Okay, that's fascinating. All right, so then. What you're describing to me, the way I'm hearing this is how then do you confront this to where it's, it's not just a complaint, but there's actually something added to it. Or is there rooms for, are there room for complaints that are just complaints?
0: No, I think there's always room for complaint. I mean, especially I would say between the two of us, yeah, you know, we had this the other day, I was complaining about something and you're like, and, and it was something about the kids and you're like. Honey, you can't you can't say that to the kids. I'm like, I'm not going to say that to the kids. I'm just ticked right now, and just venting y- in a you sense. You're the person, you know. We parented these kids together, and so you're the person that hears that, right? And I've just got to throw that out there and just kind of vomit. You get the vomit of the complaint, right? right? And I'm not necessarily looking for you to change it or you to do something. It might be something the kid needs to do. It might be a different way that I need to look at the situation, or it just may be something that just is what it is, and there's nothing neither of us can do about it. Right. So it's just kind of a statement,
1: right? Just kind of a statement because I kind of think of this in in a couple different ways. The first one is obviously with a marriage, your spouse gets treated and gets the behind the scenes, behind the curtain. Right. Here's what's going on. And whether it's voiced or not, oftentimes the map is accurate enough to know something's up, what's mm-hmm. wrong, what's right. what's bothering you. And then that then seems to kick into, I don't want my spouse struggling or having to deal with something uncomfortable. So therefore, I'll hop to it. How can we make this better? How can we fix it? Because it's not just the males that are fixers.
0: No. Right. No. Agreed.
1: It's, it's a human condition. At least Agreed. for us, it is for sure. Mm-hmm. And so it's looking through this as, okay... If I hear that, well, then maybe I can do something. Now, all of a sudden, I feel valuable. I feel wanted. Yes, let's do this. I'll fix this. When maybe what you're describing is beneficial that you start recognizing, I I might be jumping jumping some steps if I do that, though.
0: And what steps are you saying we're jumping?
1: Well, so you hear a complaint. And so, therefore, rather than asking a follow-up question, you jump to, let's fix it. Mm-hmm. So maybe the step is I need to ask a follow up question or a clarifying question, or I need to just let it rest and see if the spouse will do something with it.
0: Mm-hmm. it. And I guess that's your only next move then. So it's, is to ask that question, right? And then see where it goes from there.
1: Right. Well, is this a complaint or a request? Maybe that's the best question right
0: there. Well, I, th- I think that is key right there, yeah. to not assume, to not, uh, so, you you know, the, the scenario I brought up with the passive-aggressive spouse, but you brought up the, uh, you know, you, you know they're hurting and you want to help them. You want to, th- there's really a struggle going right. on. It's not or just. Or uncomfortable or something. Yeah. yeah and, and it's really a situation that they need some help on. Um, but it is absolutely valid to come in and ask that question. What yeah. is it you're looking for here? Yeah. Cause I'd like to be here for you, but what is it you're or, looking for? Yeah. Cause this,
1: this, we talk about this on the show several times, right? Of this idea of, okay, what are you looking for from me here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Or is there something that is necessary or is this just that time of being an ally and an ear?
0: Well and that's what's necessary, right? right? So yeah, it is something necessary, but is it that I need to take action or do I just is my action just sitting beside you?
1: Yeah. I yeah. like that because I think that sets that at least creates some space for both of us mm-hmm. to wrestle.
0: Well, I think sometimes we don't realize that we by taking action We think that we've got to get in there and get our hands dirty and do something. Well, taking action and getting your hands dirty is listening. True. Just being that person that sits there for them, even though they may have to be the ones getting in and getting their um, elbows dirty. um, It's listening is an action.
1: Yeah. No, uh, that's a good landing point right there. You need some more coffee?
0: I would love some more coffee. With some extra cream, please.
1: If you've listened to Sexy Marriage Radio for any length of time, you've heard us talk about how marriages have struggles. Life has struggles, but you're not alone. If something's interfering with your well-being or preventing you from achieving your goals, help is available. I've had the help of a great therapist at several different points in my life, and I would not be experiencing the life, marriage, or family I have today without them. This is where our sponsor, BetterHelp, comes into play for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And in many cases, you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And with a broad range of expertise available, this is available to clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely, thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's often more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier and healthier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash SMR, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This is actually one therapist recommending other therapists because finding the right professional to work with makes all the difference. Special offer for our listeners in the SMR nation is you get 10% off your first month. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash SMR today. So this is an email that came in uh, that's for both of us because I, I think it's, it's going to be fascinating to unpack. We've, caught, we've, we've covered this some, but I want to go a slight different way. with this conversation, Pam. So it says, hey, Corey, I'm struggling with my communication of sex and intimacy needs with my wife. She was more interested in sex earlier in our marriage. However, she's never had an orgasm and is against against anything other than intercourse sex. Also, when I bring it up, it basically is mercy sex if it happens at all. Another issue is is that the times that I look at her like, man, you're hot, she will say, I hate it when you look at me like a piece of meat. I've never treated her with anything but respect and love. However, I feel like she hides her naked body from me. When I do communicate with her about sex, she's quick to shut it down. We have a great marriage outside of sex and intimacy. I just don't know how to communicate more when she has no interest in increasing our sexual intimacy and has even said, I'll focus on it once the kids are grown. And by the way, the kids are six, eight, and ten. I listen to most of your podcasts, but she never does. And if I send her one, it comes across as all I think about is sex instead of me trying to increase our intimacy. Thoughts. So the two different ways I want to go mm-hmm. with this. Actually, one is to, we've, we've addressed this in the past on this is about you needing to reflect on how are you treating her, mm-hmm. right? Is, this, is she truly a piece of meat mm-hmm. or not? The other side of it, though, is, is, is and I realize this line is going to be variable depending on circumstances, background, baggage, trauma, everything with people. Right. But at what point is, yes, I have crossed the line and I think about this and there's too much emphasis on it versus, nope, that's her problem. That's the way she interprets it. That's the way she sees it. But it's not anything, quote unquote, across the line.
0: well I mean you refer to the the baggage history whatever and I, I don't know if you're referring to her or him but my immediate thought is he could he could totally be treating her uh, like a queen right um, right and and she may have baggage from way back when right how how did she get to feeling like she's a piece of meat right if if she's looked at at all, in a sexual way. And she's got to want to figure that out before anything gets solved in that corner.
1: Hence the quandary, Hence the, the, the big quandary, because if she's not interested in that or she keeps pushing that down the road, that puts them both in a, quite the bind.
0: Definitely, right. definitely. I, be, I mean, I'm sad for her to not even have a desire to go there and figure something out uh, because that's missing out on a lot right in my opinion but you know how how did she get there um and that's what I would want to figure out and, and if he's not figuring out with her gosh I'd be at the point of this is a this is a huge thing for me we got to go to counseling right yeah because <laughs> A lot of
1: times, it's beneficial to enlist the help of somebody else, the third party that can ask the right questions. Get on a Zoom call with me. You know, there's a variety of options in the way we can approach this. Yeah, but I, I think you're you're onto it, Pam, in the sense that it's it's important to look back at your history. And I'm talking to him with this. Sure. Of where were the times where yeah, it was probably leaning too far past the line. Mm -hmm. because that we all could do that. Absolutely. We can. Yeah. And he may have some
0: scenarios. It's a new thing.
1: It's something you want and you got a high desire for it. And there's a lot of draw to it. And so there's this thought process, at least I've gone down of, oh, well, so I need to talk about her and and boost her up and and make those comments. And that's, you know, I would do it in the way I would want it done and that's not going to land. And you know, right, <laughs> so, the way
0: you want it done is not going to be the way she wants it done, right?
1: And so that's where it starts to tip the scale to where all you ever think about is sex.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where we've addressed this before, where the best response to that in my book is as long as you can honestly, from integrity and respect, yes, and more. I do think about this. That is absolutely, I'm not hiding that and I'm not backing down from it. And I'm also not forcing it on you. Right. I'm just going to keep the tension and the pressure there because the tension is going to be part of the relationship. You either get it positive or negative.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Right now he's describing it as a negative. Right. She holds the cards with the sense of, I'm going to deal with this later, which maybe she will, but who knows if later ever comes.
0: That's the truth.
1: Because the world we live in, we may not make it through the rest of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. Right. So it's it's seeing it through the lens of, okay, if you have shored up your side of it and it is respectful, honoring, it's, it's inspiring in the way you're approaching it, then maybe you need to look at the manner in which you deliver things but I don't know if you need to stop because that's the better clean pressure that's there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I wouldn't say stop certainly. (laughs) Um, But there's, you you definitely have to look at delivery. Um, If you're getting frustrated, you know, it's easy to, for that to come through and how it's, uh, and how your communications go right. about it. And ob- and it sounds like she's pretty quick to, to dismiss.
1: Right. And, and so this is where I think it comes down to how do you start looking through this lens of what is this that's my journey in this? How am I co-creating this? This is as the husband. Because mm-hmm. if she's not the one that's got the interest and the desire to really start exploring it, then that's a down the road. But the cleanest way to get to that point faster is make the pressure as clean as it can be.
0: And what does that really mean? What is as so, clean as can be look like?
1: Okay. So a lot of times if there's tension between a spouse on a, on a subject, that tension does just not go away. The, the mm-hmm. easiest way to describe that is if you're married to a higher desire partner and you buy, and you both come up with this, or he comes up with, let's say he's the higher desire. You know what? I'm just not going to keep, I'm going to stop initiating and I'm just going to give room to breathe and I'm mm-hmm. going to back off is it possible then at that point that the wife is reading him as he's no longer interested in sex? No, (laughs) it's there. It's just, it's a known quantity. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we seem to, as couples to dance around these things that are just the elephant in the room rather than address it cleanly, which as in call it out what it really is. And what it really is, is he wants to make his marriage and his intimacy life with her more expansive, I guess, is probably a, a good way to frame it. Mm-hmm. It sounds a little more positive. Right. To where it's life-giving and it's explorative and, and, it, and it just adds a, a flavor mm-hmm. to life. She doesn't see it that way. Right. At least at current state in the way it's described. So if that's the dynamic, how do you as cleanly and honestly as you can confront that? That's it. Because that mm-hmm. pressure does not change. But when we come at it, oh, no, that's not really what I was thinking. Or, oh, no, I was just kind of, that's where I'm being underhanded. And as you mentioned in our coffee conversation, passive aggressive. Mm. I'm dancing around something rather than being bold and letting my partner feel the weight of what's going on with me. And then coupled with handle that better as far as an attachment to an outcome or not. See it as a long game. That's the better way to deal with that pressure because then... Those are the things that in our journey have been, okay, a move or some sort of statement or a great, a better response to something produces a result down the road sooner because it causes one of us to go, okay, that keeps coming up. What's right. my deal? Right. Why am I so reticent? Why am I so whatever? And, and when I can start asking those questions of myself, lo and behold, I got a whole new option of what, how I deal with stuff because mm-hmm. then you start to realize there is help you and I've both been to different therapists throughout our marriage and adult life where it's been helpful yeah and it's a definite benefit
0: yeah and uh, yeah, I mean everybody knows I'm the lower desire and, and there was a period it was like squat for desire I I was seeing a counselor you know I went and talked and discussed and Tried to figure things out and, um, you know, there's hope, I guess that that, I say that just to say there's hope, Uh, you know, people can look at things differently.
1: There absolutely is. And the best way I think to make that happen is like what he's describing, where you're reaching out, you're trying to find some resources and some help. But the main thing is you don't approach this as it's your wife's problem. Right. It's his too. Right. So play your side of the street cleanly and better. Let her handle hers and address those as they happen.
0: Mm-hmm. He needs to, so I would say he needs to let her know what is it that this means to him. Okay. Right? She, she doesn't know the meaning behind it other than she feels like a piece of meat. Right. So what does that connection, what does that act it's, mean to him? Because
1: how can, how can being a piece of meat, quote unquote, actually be reframed to something a little more positive too? I wanna I wanna share an experience with you. That's not a piece of meat. That's an experience. That's a that's the being of who you are.
0: Well, it's the connection, I'm assuming. Okay. I mean he can he can share what his meaning is. I don't want to come that. up with his meaning for him. And hopefully that's something that speaks to her over time. But I think she it's it's worth her hearing it. Maybe he's already told her over and over again. I don't know, but it's worth her. Getting what the meaning is.
1: Totally. And even, and let's end it with this, because even if you have told your partner what something means in the past, you probably need to remind them when you have new conversations about the same topic. Mm -hmm. And it's not a beat them over the head with it. No. But don't we forget?
0: Oh, totally. (laughs) Because my
1: life is consumed by my life, not always yours, Pam. Right, right. (laughs) Even
0: between spouses, it's crazy to look at how we forget what the spouse thinks of something or what speaks to them. Right. Um, it's kind of sad, but it's real.
1: Right. So I guess to land this whole conversation, it, it comes back to how are you living within your own character and your own vibrancy and aliveness with this aspect, but make sure you're not weaponizing it, you're not blaming, seeing it as her problem, It's how are you approaching it as best you can and realize that's the best path forward. That's your next best step. Mm -hmm. If you happen to miss the extended content because you're not part of the extended or the academy with Mm -hmm. SMR, I'm going to add one little thought to help bring the whole conversation we just had with the academy to a close. Okay where we were just discussing this idea of if you can't be alone, you'll always feel lonely. Mm -hmm. And most people are afraid of themselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's what drives a lot of our behaviors. There was actually a study done that researched this, where they put people in a room and they gave them 20 minutes to have to sit alone, non-distraction, just with themselves. And their way out was they could give themselves, they could push a button, which would actually give them a slight electroshock of pain to themselves.
0: And did they know it was going to give them a shock? Yes, they did.
1: Okay. Okay. And there are, what, what, what was found is there's a, not quite a majority, but almost, mm-hmm. they would rather go through that kind of a pain than just be alone.
0: Well, wouldn't everybody, it, okay, so they didn't, they, if they stayed in there for a certain period of time, they wouldn't have to do that to themselves? Correct. Okay.
1: Or the way out they is could they, could, out they could shock themselves with some electroshock. Okay.
0: So the way out is not just the electroshock. The way out is either electroshock or Stick with the whole process stick with and it.
1: experiment. Yes. And and wrestle with yourself and mm-hmm. your own mental world that's going on.
0: Well, we got things to do. Just give me the shock, right?
1: <laughs> but if you have no clue what we're talking about, you want to join the academy at smrnation.com forward slash SMR Academy to hear the full conversation. It might
0: be exciting. Get a tingle.
1: <laughs> You're going a whole different way with that. <laughs> Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Uh, obviously, we might have left some things undone. So,
0: Maybe so. If
1: we did, let us know. 214-702-9565 or feedback at SexyMarriageRadio.com As the holiday season and Christmas fast approaches, we want to wish you and yours a fabulous time uh, as we head into the this season right i I love this season i think it's a good christmas season yeah i think i think christmas season is a great season when you see all the lights up and it's festive and everybody seems to be a little more cheerful maybe it's just me this has been sexy marriage radio (laughs) thanks for taking the time out of your day to spend it with us we'll see you next time